Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Public Access Podcast Channel. Community Radio On Demand. By Court Order. And now, we bring you I Love Comedy. Part 3. From joke to sketch. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Everardo Ramirez. With me as always, a uh, friend, mentor, the man who took me under his wing and kind of showed me the ropes and always tells it to me straight, Mr. Mark Little. Hey, Ev. Glad to be here. Mark... You've got some crazy credits. You've been all over this damn country. Uh, no, I have not. You mean just like I've well, been to places or I've toured? Well, kind of both. Okay, well, it's neither. Kind of a... <laughs> I've been more places than I've toured. I've toured almost not at all. All right. Well, you have done Conan. Yes, that is. That's my only. That's pretty much my only credit. Full stop. That's did not lead to anything else. <laughs> One of their all-time great. Uh, YouTube clips, I'm sure. Have to have to get that fat check, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And of course, uh, your, your many albums playing on Sirius XM. Zero albums. I have never ways. recorded an album. Huh. Not. I am ba- okay, That is. I am barely a stand-up comedian at this point, and I'm definitely not your mentor. And so, uh, <laughs> I'm happy to be here and do this podcast. But whatever role you expect me to fill uh, as veteran comedian. I feel like I'm going to let you down. Well, either way, always a pleasure to have you on. Uh-huh. Um, so, Mark, before we get into things, I've got to ask, have you been grinding? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Have I been... I mean, you know, like comedy. Yeah. Have you been grinding it? It's working it out. No, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I have not been grinding. Damn. Yeah. Well, to be honest, me neither. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, not hitting the physical mics but i think about it uh-huh. think about comedy all the time right but uh well if you haven't been grinding then what have you been up to if you don't mind me asking um i've been i've been writing a little bit i've been wa- okay. watching a lot of movies working in my garden i'm learning how to garden that's kind of a, a form of grinding i'd say is it well like writing that's kind of you know flexing at least some sort of creative uh crap you know muscle yeah watching movies that's basically studying yeah i've been getting uh here's something fun i've been getting a lot out of therapy um really really coming into my therapy sessions with a full bag that i'm just emptying for my overwhelmed therapist who is i'm not paying enough (laughs) (laughs) what have you been up to well i um I have been watching a lot of uh, watching a lot of docs, cult documentaries. Uh huh. Documentary about cult, and I always watch them, and I always like think at like 
I always feel like I could, I'd be a good like cult member, actually. You do. Like I think I'd be into it, uh, for a, at least a little bit. Some parts, like I'd be into like the uniforms. If there's uniforms, I'm I'm okay with that. Right. I'd be into like uh, letting a leader of sorts just kind of deal with taking care of like the property, yeah, or whatever. Like dealing with all that, all that like admin stuff. I'm a, I'm fine with someone else dealing with that. Yeah, new daddy. I too, I too yeah. would not mind having a new daddy for the good parts. Yeah, the good parts. But then I don't know if I could get into like when there's like all all these cult dogs, and at some point there's so much like farming involved <laughs> at some like, there's point so much work at some point then they're like just they're like we're growing our own food and like that part seems bad to me Ev, like, let's no just... that's that's not the part they're trojan horsing <laughs> in that that's what people go for people go to cults because they want to like live off the land and <laughs> have a communal sense of like ownership over their food and their whatever their lifestyle the part that's sneaky is the sex <laughs> that's the sneaky part oh yeah the sex i'm not the into violence. that part either i don't want other people around naked near me but we'll work that out yeah but the farming is really the big thing and then also a, another big thing is like there's also like some part and maybe this is part of the sex i'm, I'm not sure but like when everyone kind of like completely loses themselves and they're like chanting and like freaking out yeah you know yeah i can't give myself i i don't think i could do that part right yeah you 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 you're too sort of closed i'm like i don't want to open i just don't want to jump around yeah you want to sort of hang back and right i want to hang out on a ranch essentially you just want to hang out on a ranch so yeah. I, I'm assuming because I thought you were talking about like the Nexium doc, but you're are you've been watching documentaries about maybe older cults where it was more of like a hippie lifestyle? Yeah, I guess I've been watching. I've been watch. I've been watching a few. Like I watched. I seen that Nexium doc. There was one. I forget what it's called, but it's like basically this like vegan family, and then this old man like thinks he's like a god or whatever and jumps off a cliff and oh watch him die. yeah that one that one's great what uh the source family yes yeah yeah that one's great yeah where he he wants to prove that he can hang glide uh without any practice <laughs> and prove that god is in him and then he immediately crashes <laughs> into the ground and then slowly dies <laughs> yeah That's... like not then he dies like a little while after. yeah i love the idea that they so, just have to hurry so down funny. to this moaning agonized <laughs> this guy in agony he's just like fuck oh i was <laughs> my legs oh, that was a mistake yeah yeah that's a good one yeah i like that they had a band and that he was really uh emotional about his inability to like sell his music in a big way i love all of the like mm. anytime a, a cult leader is like you see their ego grow and then they get really pathetic and whiny about stuff i feel like every cult would be f it's like cults are like trump to me which is uh they would be yeah. so fun and funny if they didn't have uh various incredibly negative criminal aspects to them that devastate people's yeah. lives if if it was just like the pathetic and consensual shitty parts that would be one thing but there's the other stuff 
I love how predictable the sex stuff gets where it's like, yeah, it's like, it always starts with a person being like, we're going to live in this like ethical way. And we're going to like, you know, one man to one woman or whatever. It's like the purity of the family based on the Bible or based on this old philosophy or this Eastern philosophy or whatever, like sex is going to be pure and open. And then it's like cut to five years later. And that person's like, all right, so I made some slight adjustments to the rules. I think you guys are going to love them. So the sex stuff is the, <laughs> is the same, except like, I think I need to be able to do it with more people. But you guys get to follow the old rules. Isn't that fun? But I get to also sleep with your wife. Yeah, I gotta Sometimes. sleep with your wife. If I want to, I can do that. Yeah, and here's like that's the that's the the whole that's the basis of, of every and cult. And here's why that's so good for all of us. It's, I'm gonna because rule it's you. The new rule. <laughs> I'm gonna rule you so much better if I have sex with your wife and you a bit when I want to. <laughs> um, but here's the thing: I'll only do it. Uh, occasionally, and I'll always let you know two years later, here's the fun new twist on this rule. <laughs> I don't have to tell you anything ever. You know what? Uh, I've been watching this. It's like a, a series, cult series. Mm-hmm. It's called The Bachelorette, baby. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like at that point I could swing, like if, if that was stand-up, I'd swing a mic around. <laughs> if that but was stand-up, people I know would that's stare like, at you. <laughs> they'd be like oh that's the okay but okay in all honesty like i have been watching the bachelorette like i always do and i think i do honestly think it's like a cult you're saying that each season is a new micro cult it's a new a new <laughs> induction of people i guess oh into the bachelorette but basically cult? like the whole like world of the bachelor is bachelorette all the spinoffs bachelor in paradise uh there, it's all like a cult. Who's the leader? The network? Chris Harrison, the host. Oh, the host. <laughs> the host slash, I, I think producer. They're like he's like the main guy. He is the Jeff Probst. Because like, yeah, because like they're all like, they all you know are in this mansion away from everyone. Like they don't have. I don't think they have their phones or like any access to the outside world for however long. Mm-hmm. They like control. They're like uh, medication. Like the producers will like hold on to every all their medication and and give it out. Like I guess for an insurance thing, but like also maybe to make them act weird. They're drunk the whole time. But the main thing is that they're like speaking in like weird cult like language. That they're always like, "This is such an amazing process, you know. I, I can't wait to find my person." Oh, find shit my like person. <laughs> They're always saying shit like that. Yeah. No one actually, like, no one, if you, uh, if you told your parents that your girlfriend was your person, Ugh. like, they would think you're crazy. Yeah. They would think you're in a cult. Yeah. Yeah. Find my person is a real, like, alien on earth thing to say. Hey, guys. Everardo here from the podcast you're listening to. I just want to take a moment to shout out an awesome new product that I'm into. And they just happen to be a sponsor of the show. Brain, Brain, Brain gas. gas. Powerful nootropic from Dr. Oz. No, not that Dr. Oz. The Dr. Oz seen on several Dateline episodes. So you know what's good. So you, so know, you what's know what's good. good. 
Brain, brain, gas. brain gas. Gasoline for your brain. Put your mind in drive, and don't be afraid to give her some gas. gas. When I take brain gas, I hear so many different ideas running through my mind. I feel like Professor X when he uses Cerebro. Too many, Too many voices. voices. Ah, 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 ah. When I take brain, brain gas, gas, my mind is literally buzzing, vibrating with so many thoughts, each one of them a million dollar idea. Since going on brain gas, I have the energy and headspace to get back to my creative roots, which is why I resurrected my high school ska band, Hard Ass Funk. Funk. Anyway, check it out. Google.com, search Brain Gas, Dr. Oz. And while you're there, check out my band, Hard Ass Funk. 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 We'll be playing the parking lot of Mr. Psycho Business. Brain, brain, brain. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, Mark, this is the joke gym. We're going to work on jokes. Are you cool with that? How do you feel about that? I got my gym membership. I'm ready to, uh, yeah, I'm ready to work on jokes. Mm-hmm. Like all other gym memberships, it is impossible to unsubscribe, and you're forced to be here. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so to be honest, I kind of thought I was kind of having a bit of a dry spell this week, writing-wise. So I, I'm, I thought we'd open it up to uh, maybe Twitter drafts. <laughs> maybe there's some things in here that can, maybe... I, Kind of work it out. Is it a tweet or is it stand-up? Or is okay. there something more? Is that fun? Sure. Yeah. So if that Mark, you're you're definitely one of Twitter's comedians. Yeah, I'm you're one on of the Twitter. comedians of Twitter. Um. So I'd love to kind of maybe uh, bounce some of these these drafts off of you, and and should we tweet it, or should we, or is it stand-up, or delete it? Tweet it, delete it, tweet it or delete is it, it. stand-up? Yeah. Yeah. That's... Rule of threes. Number, that's probably second in the comedy Bible. All right. Um, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. My favorite thing, as an aside, is that uh, is how few successful tweet jokes work on stage. It's, mm. it's just one of many reasons Twitter feels like a valuable use of time. You know? Just when you're not sure if it's, an act, if it's actually a waste and yeah. it's just making you upset all the time... There's that, there's that, it gets you, you get a big successful joke and then you think that's great. And then, uh, and then a week later, everyone it's gone, it's buried. No one will ever remember it again. And you try to use it on stage and it doesn't work. And it's, um, yeah, it goes down as a memory of a pathetic, in a pathetic life. You can just look back and be like, oh yeah, on uh, (laughs) January 10th, I, uh, had a good joke on this, uh, free website where um nobody gets paid and we all just uh, supply all the content uh, endlessly 
and we thank them for the do right you... to do so. It's anyway, kind of strange that Twitter's like, <laughs> it's like this idea is too stupid to say out loud or even speak out loud as a thought. So I'm just gonna write it on the internet where it will remain forever. Yeah, no one will ever remember this unless they want to ruin my life for it. And then they'll search. <laughs> the only way that this will ever, this will never come back in a positive way. The only way this will ever come back is if I land like a cool job and then someone goes digging. <laughs> and, and then they find this. And at best, they roast me for not being funny. And at worst, uh, they find something um, truly objectionable and... Uh, and then they make my. And, and then, then they're not allowed to work on Saturday Night Live. That's right. That's if we have those jokes in our history. But you know what? I don't know what I've got back there. I'm sure right. I've said some things that, out of the context of whatever weird Twitter character I think I'm playing from joke to joke, probably doesn't seem great. I'm sure there's, yeah, there's definitely something that one day will be, I'm sure that in something that I've put out in my comedy output, one day will be seen as not cool. Yeah. And I hope it, that's as far as it goes. Not cool. Um, okay. So this is, uh, this is something that I, I almost tweeted, but then I, I didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, it's uh, this is kind of a character, so maybe is it like a character tweet if that makes sense? It's Noble Bart, you know Bart from Simpsons. Yeah. So the the tweet is Noble Bart, as if this is a quote from Noble Bart. Uh huh. And it says, "No man shall ever, not even in the face of uncertainty, have a cow." <sighs> <laughs> Noble. <laughs> I feel like noble. Kind of <laughs> I don't know if noble is the right word. I'm kind of picturing like, uh, like a like a army guy, like a like Napoleon going into battle, or like Winston Churchill, like rallying the troops. Kind yeah, of. yeah. You you want? I don't know what the right word is, but I know it's not noble. Kind of yeah. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> it's definitely like... it's definitely a pro okay listen we are strictly talking about this on the level of whether you should tweet it because there is zero chance you could ever say that out loud on a stage that could be how like, would you maybe say a character it? impression this is your Kinda like hey do you guys okay so this is how it would be i see if it was stand-up it'd be like do you guys like impress you guys want to hear impressions yeah and the crowd goes wild yeah they go nuts and i'm like okay so this is um, Bart, we all remember Bart from Simpson. Yeah, this is kind of Bart, as if noble. This is noble Bart, right? And then I kind of go into it, uh, maybe do kind of like a mix between a Winston Churchill voice and sort of a Bart Simpson. I don't even know what that would like. No man shall ever, not even in the face of uncertainty, ha have a cow, man. Right. Yeah. No one should have a cow, man. Yeah, and you'd say it again without all the other stuff that made it the, what it was yeah uh yeah <laughs> i, I don't think so <laughs> so definitely not a stand-up bit uh, and definitely i was kind of hoping that could maybe riff into into kind of a whole battle speech on stage and just kind of find the inspiration see you keep saying that it's for battle but i feel like it's more you're doing more of a lincoln thing uh, abraham lincoln 
Yeah. It's okay. Sort so of like an honest all- Bart, honest Abe, honest Bart. Uh, again, honest. I don't <laughs> because if you were to say honest Bart, I don't think people would be like, oh, like honest Abe Lincoln. I think they'd think of honest as in honesty, and they'd be waiting for you to say something really truthful. As Bart. Yeah. I don't think honest gets you where you want to go, but we're going in the right direction. But that's sort of, you're doing like the all men are created equal sort of speech, but from the perspective of Bart, right? Mm, I'm not familiar with that speech. Uh So... Is that Abe Lincoln? I think so. I don't know. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's, maybe I'm just quoting the American constitution and it was no one who said (laughs) it out loud. Except when people were quoting it later mm. down the line. Um, yeah, maybe like founding father Bart. Maybe he's like a founding some. Maybe like Ham- what, Hamilton. That's interesting. Maybe he rap. Maybe he raps it. Give it to me as a founding father Bart. Say it to me again. Um, well, I guess it would be kind of this, like no man shall ever, not even in the face of uncertainty, have a cow, man. Yeah. Or if you kind of want to wrap it like Hamilton. You don't have to. You can kind of figure that, that out. That would be the 22 minutes approach. The this hour has 22 minutes where yeah. all of a sudden it would all, <laughs> it would there would sort of be a satirical joke but then also it would be a song parody that's unrelated to the target of the joke at all. I guess the satire is that this is <laughs> yeah, something that reminds you of something else. Anyway, if anyone on 22 minutes hears this and wants to put in maybe kind of noble Bart, we can work that out. Maybe, yeah. What's that guy who's the main host? Stephen Critch, Mark Critch. Mm-hmm. Mark Critch could be perfect for this. Could be perfect to play noble Bart <laughs> as a character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagining, imagining that twenty-two minutes audience watching, <laughs> watching a man <laughs> dressed up as Bart Simpson. But in noble clothes. But also sort of a Winston Churchill founding father sort of vibe. Delivering this one 20-second joke, 10-second joke. (laughs) (laughs) Painted completely yellow with fake prosthetics, spiky hair. How baffled everyone would be. (laughs) (laughs) By By this horrible... Horrible prank you've pulled on them. I think it could. Well, if they're Simpsons fans, it kind of it kind of works on all levels because it kind of works with Simpsons fans, but also kind of like this history. If you're kind of a fan of like a history battle vibe, kind of like a William Wallace, maybe. Yeah, if you like the movie, if, if you're a fan of the energy William Wallace brings in some scenes of Braveheart yeah. mixed with the Simpsons. Yeah, if you like the film Braveheart, you're going to love the 10-second, 22-minute sketch Noble <laughs> Bart, which is not Scottish, not about war, not, not about history at all, except that it's got sort of a vaguely historical tone to it, and features a man in a yellow costume. Yeah, so it kind of writes itself as your, it's kind of what we discovered here in the joke gym. Yeah. That's kind of why we do this. Uh, just imagining someone... So there we go. That went just went from a tweet to to a killer stand-up bit to now it's a sketch. Imagining... A full-on sketch. I think this could be a I'm movie. I'm imagining Noble Bart that ends with some, with 
the noble Bart mugging to camera while that 22 minutes bumper sound effect plays where noble Bart finishes his line. And then it goes onto the next bit of 22 (laughs) minutes and the audience sits stunned. Yeah. Next to like, uh, the oldest (laughs) sketch comedian you've ever seen playing a hipster (laughs) at Tim Hortons. (laughs) A sketch show that has never had a sketch shorter than three or four or five minutes suddenly has a 10 second Barely satirical a bumper, b- bumper <laughs> called <laughs> Noble Bart. Oh my god! And it's the and, and it's, it's the most expensive thing on the show because of how much <laughs> the prosthetics cost and how much time it took to put it all together to create a human cartoon. And then Noble Bart takes off. Obviously, it's the next David Pumpkin. Right. And we get Jagmeet doing Noble Bart kind of on TikTok, starting that. Justin and Jagmeet and all the rest. Yeah. Well. That could be fun. You know what? Think about it. You talked me into it. Noble Bart, I don't know if it's a tweet, and I don't know if it's a stand-up joke, but I do know that it's a 22 minutes uh, satirical news segment (laughs) waiting to happen. So toss that on your next um, application in your packet. Put that in your packet. Check it out. And send send it on over to the new showrunner and see what he says. I, I'm, I'm putting my note under Noble Bart. Has legs. Right. Well, I guess we've been recording for a while now. Uh, well, yeah, I thought I'd wrap this up with a, a, an inspirational quote, a motivational quote to sort of, uh, I don't know, you know, it, this is this is for open mic grinders. So each of these quotes that I read, one an episode, I hope, is, uh, you know, hopefully something you can, you know, put in your... Pa- kind of think about. Yeah, put in your pouch and uh, pull out on a rainy day. Because comedians are the modern-day philosophers. A lot of people are saying that. Yeah. Mostly com- other comedians, to be honest. But Yeah. So this is kind of like a philosophical, maybe uh, a nugget. Yeah. My f- yeah, my favorite Socrates, uh, my favorite thing about Socrates was that um, he would really just sort of say nasty things and alienate women. <laughs> that was... <laughs> That was sort of, uh, he was always testing the boundaries, saying as nasty stuff as he could, and and making women um, quit philosophy. You know what? I've started this out as a joke, but yeah, there's probably some some truth to that. Um, Okay, so here's your quote. A morning of awkwardness is far better than a night of loneliness. Hmm. And that quote, of course, comes from Hank Moody, the character portrayed by David Duchovny in the show Californication. Uh, So that's a Californication. Um, And uh, one of the all time classics, HBO. That's and just just so you know, that's um, that quote received 85 likes on the Goodreads Hank Moody quotes page. So that's a popular quote among Hank Moody stands. Like on good, 
Goodreads. Yeah, Goodreads. The website that has quotes, Good. mostly by authors or philosophers or whatever, mm-hmm. has a section <laughs> devoted to the character author of Hank Moody from this okay HBO show. Or show I don't even think it is HBO. It's gotta be showtime. Without without HBO knowing showtime. I am I would bet a thousand dollars that it's the most showtime show ever made. And I say that with love. Mm-hmm. Um Yes, goodreads.com backslash author quotes, Hank underscore Moody, tags, Californication, humor, true. <laughs> Californication is uh, like kind of the, sh- like earlier we were mentioning that Steven Tyler's like a grandma who in- insists being called Yaya. Mm-hmm. Californication is like the male version of that. Whatever that is, is Californication. Is Frank Moody, I guess. I say this with love. Here's Californication to me. The writer of Californication, I refuse to believe, and I don't know who it was, but I'll just say he. I refuse to believe that he (laughs) wrote a single line when he wasn't rock hard with arousal. Every line of that show (laughs) feels like it was written by... A man on steroids with an erection. It Californication is entourage uh, for, I guess, fifty-year-olds. Yeah, it's it's entourage for people who think that if a character's a book guy, then it's, it's sophisticated. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's not just a that. horny well, brute. He's a horny brute. Who uh, might subscribe to the New Yorker? He knows how to write about all the sexual encounters he's had. So he's smart. That's right. Um, Well, I love that he's on Goodreads. I love that he has his own section. Me too. Underrated show, Californication. Check it out. Uh, Check it out. Never seen it. Check it out. Um, I cannot recommend it enough. A lot of people ask, uh, you know, Sopranos the Wire, and I am always happy to interject Californication. Hank Moody quotes. Californication, that should be a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. And I'd be surprised. Or is it a song? It is one. Yeah. That's their main one. <laughs> yeah. I just remembered that's their main, their <laughs> number one song that everyone knows. It's an incredibly famous <laughs> song. <think> that- <laughs> it's actually also the name of their album. Yeah. One of their most famous albums, probably. Yeah, it's from the album uh, San Francisco Lingus. Well, there you have it, folks. Special uh, guest and co-host and mentor, um, Mark Little, joining us. Always great to have him. And I've been your host, Everardo Ramirez. Bye, guys. Includes part three by Love Comedy, hosted by Everardo Ramirez and Mark Little, recorded and edited by Stefan McLeod and Everardo Ramirez. Music subliminal by Heaven for Real, JPB High NCS release. Public access bumper by Green Stewart. Thank you for listening to the Public Access Podcast Channel. Be sure to subscribe to this feed for more unique shows from the public access community.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.